Hi, this is Daniel Franzese, a.k.a. at What's Up Danny. Hey, I'm A.B. Cassidy at Funny Lesbo with a Z. And you're listening to Butch and the Bear. Butch and the Bear, yeah. <laughs> I love when you go, Lesbo with a Z, because it's like... <laughs> Lesbo with a Z. <laughs> it's like my, it's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, you know? Yeah, and I love it's music Liza. trivia. And our rant today is getting music trivia incorrectly. Oh my gosh, we had a big, a big blunder. Uh, we have our our go-to straight guy and producer <laughs> Tommy here today mm-hmm. uh, to own up to this this awful blunder. We're we're a new podcast, okay? We're working out the the kinks. Is that the word, or is that a kinky? We're work, we're working say. out the 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 flaws. Yep. yep. And uh, well, so that's so far, funny because my safe word is Dion Warwick. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, also. Here at Butch and the Bear, we're all about accountability, so... That's right. I just wanted to clear this up because I did get a text from AB's mother um, stating that in episode two, uh, I wrong wrongly said that Burt Bacharach was the original singer of What the World Needs Now. What the world uh, needs now. That one. It was instead Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. Burt Bacharach was the composer, but Dion was the original performer. And My mother had to call. Yeah. She was upset. And, and so is yeah, Dion. I, it's a classic. I put too much stock in the first Austin Powers movie. That's a straight, you know, straight Dion, guy move. Dion Warwick is Whitney Houston's aunt. What? Well, so, we just don't want to lose. Dion, if you're listening, which and I think you, you are, you are. Uh, we do not want to lose you as a listener. So we're sorry, and we'd love to uh, have you on the podcast, sort of just bury the hatchet there. We would like to bring you on to bury the hatchet. We're embarrassed. We want to we actually re-record That's What Friends Are For with you, because mm-hmm. that's what friends are for. Mm-hmm. Um, but family. Dion, so Dionne Warwick is Whitney Houston's aunt. Mm-hmm. And Deborah Cox, who sings a lot of uh, gay, awesome club anthems, um, is the cousin. But do you know that they're like in, there's like a feud going on? So I hear. So uh, a Whitney Houston Lifetime movie came out. And the family was mad at Deborah Cox because Deborah Cox did all the, the Whitney Houston songs. She sang all the songs. She sounds so much like Whitney. And she sang um, all the songs in the Lifetime movie. And they just didn't want her to. No, they asked her not to. But and now she's like, nah, fuck that shit. Right. She's like, I need to get my coin. Right. See? Because Whitney had gotten the coin, and I'm not getting no coin. It was coin. her turn. Right. It was her turn to get the coin. And now she's touring in The Bodyguard, the musical. No way. Yes. Which I went to go see opening night, and I went with my mom, who is a huge fan of not only Whitney, but just R&B and like just all kinds of African-American music in general. And so I take my mom there, and my mom's like freaking out. I'm like, is that Della Reese? And my mom's like, Dom Della Reese? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> and But the most exciting person was uh, Sterling K. Brown and Angela Bassett were in our row. Wow, I just worked with Sterling K. Brown on This Is Us. They're amazing. And my mom Nicest guy ever. was freaking out over them and wanted to go meet them. And so I was like, do you want me to you know, go up and say something? I don't know them, but I was just going to go up and, you know, be like, you know, the Hollywood Watuzi. Right. Just be like, you the, know, the nod. Like, hey, how, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah, I know the Watuzi. But it was every awesome black star was there at the opening. But Angela Bassett was like Quan, like total queen. Yeah. And so we walked past her and didn't say anything. You didn't want to. No. My mom was too embarrassed. And, and she was like, no, don't, don't, don't. Like grabbing my arm. Like she just was happy to just like observe them. Uh, by the way, just a note about this uh, Dion Warwick mix up. Uh, Tommy's two for two because uh, he also had, you know, he came in on the episode a couple weeks ago. And the mic was not even on. 
Like, mm-hmm. are we going to address mm-hmm. the fact? Well, that look, if you're going to, so we don't have to fact check. I think we might just keep your mic off. It's like, easier we might that just way. We would have saved ourselves a step here. Yeah, was it a blunder or was his, his mic off on purpose? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I do like the approach, though. It's like just getting in the batter's box, taking a few swings before you get on the mic. Right. So I feel a little more comfortable now. But I highly recommend, uh, <laughs> I highly recommend the Bodyguard the musical. I don't think I'm going to pop in there, but I'll it take was your good. word for it. It was good. My mom did get pictures with Viola Davis and um, and Lonely Love. Wow, there really were a lot of black stars. It was all black. I mean, hello. Is that offensive? Is that a... Mm, uh, I'm not that part. People no. of color, POC <laughs> stars. <laughs> anyway, let's get to our guest. Let's get to the guest. <laughs> Today's guest, I am so excited, is I'm excited too. The fabulous, most funniest man in the world, the king of the internet, Mr. Drew Drogi. Hello. Yay. How are you guys? Yay. Yay. Drew, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. What's up? The king of the internet. I like. I know. That. I like that too. I've never been. I've never been called that before, but I like it. Well, it's true. Oh, okay. Uh, you're the funniest person I know. Like, oh my wow. God. People ask if someone funny. asked me if I was like in a, like a very in depth <laughs> interview. If I was on Actors Studio and they're like, "Who's the funniest person you know?" I would have to say Drew. Oh Gerke. my God, you're so sweet. I it, love your last name, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. It's German. Um, oh. It was originally Droga Mueller. What? Droga and Mueller. Yes. And then when my g- insanely brilliant ancestors came across the water, they were like, let's drop the Mueller because that too, sounds too German. But we'll keep Drogi. Yeah. And, uh, which no one can pronounce and, and, or spell. But yeah. How do people normally pronounce it? Droge. Droge. Uh, maybe Drogi. Droge, which really Ooh. makes me, oh. just makes my skin crawl. I like that. Yeah. That one doesn't bother me Droge. as much. Droge. Can you yeah. imagine? That sounds like a, like a horrible character that I would audition for and, and not get. <laughs> It'd be really sad I for think, a few minutes. Incidentally, I think Francesi used to be Francesi Roni. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my oh God. My God. <laughs> Francesi Roni. That's good. They changed it when we came to the new country. <laughs> it's like, why do you drop the a Mueller? Of course, I wouldn't want to be Drew Mueller. That just sounds like a real, just a real drip. Mueller. They did a lot I'm of that Drew whitewashing Mueller. at Ellis Island. Yeah, they did that, you know. I had yeah. a friend, last name Rappaline, who used to be Rappaliano, and I thought Rappaliano was such a sexy I Italian love name. That. Rappaliano. And then he became Rappaline. What no. a mistake. God. I hope he's Sorry. listening. Sorry, Take I a lap, Rappaliano. <laughs> I haven't seen him since yeah, They all grade. deserve smallpox. <laughs> <laughs> I get what was coming to him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, you're, you're originally from South Kakalaki. Is that I was correct? Born there. I was born uh, in Columbia, South Carolina, and, I'm, and I have family that live there now, but I grew up in North Carolina. Oh, you grew up in North Kakalaki? Yeah, I grew North Kakalaki. Where'd you, uh, where'd you grow up? In Lincolnton, North Carolina, which Lincoln I'm sure 10. you're very familiar with, the metropolis <laughs> of Lincolnton. Um, it's about an hour outside of Charlotte. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we moved around a bunch, and then I went to college at Wake Forest, which is in Winston-Salem, yeah. Great North school. Carolina, and then, uh, yeah, then I moved out here. And when did you move out here? In 1999. Ooh. So it's been a minute. Uh, yeah. So you didn't, did you live in New York ever? I've, I've never lived in New York. I love oh, visiting. Nice. I love Me going. Neither. I'm getting ready to go there for three months, which will be the longest I've ever been there. Because um, I'm doing my show there, but I'm, uh, and I love I, the thing. I, I love New York. It's it's just pure magic to me. Because whenever I go, I'm I'm there for just a short amount of time to visit, or I'm there to work. And so I never struggled. so it's happy times. I never struggled in New York. That's like when I know? drink champagne. I only drink champagne on happy moments. So, oh really? So who, when I drink champagne, who drinks I get champagne happy. Champagne on bad moments. <laughs> me. Who's Come like, talk. Some <laughs> sit by me. <laughs> who pops champagne when they're feeling sad? I've got sad. some real yeah. stale yeah. brute like in the yeah. back of my Honda. Yeah. Why don't you love me? <laughs> no, but there's some I'll people sit that back like and cry. We'll sit and get drunk on champagne and like. Oh, 
I don't. I know Ooh, a lot of people. I not butch lesbians. Ladies, ladies, no, no ladies. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's mostly ladies. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll we'll get some like Bud Lights and like you yeah, know, do it up. some limeritas sit around. Oh, God. <laughs> I um uh, I wish I liked champagne more than I than I do. I think like I haven't had really good champagne. I just don't uh, explore that world. I'm sure if I had really good, I would. You I don't would explore enjoy. the the champagne. Champagne I mean, I love world. booze. I love wine, and I love beer, and I love all liquor. Like, I mean, I'm not picky, but champagne <laughs> is like towards the bottom of my list, and I wish I liked it because it's very fancy to drink champagne. It I think I'll I have think a Drew, glass. But Drew Droger loves champagne. Oh, yeah, Drew Droger has his own champagne vineyard. Droger yeah. champagne vineyard. <laughs> yeah. He drinks it sad and happy. Oh, he sure. Just, no matter Drew what. Drew Droger uh, dr- transcends emotions. <laughs> In the back of his Honda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. So how do you guys know each other, by the way? Oh, um, God. We go we, back. Yeah. I don't know exactly where we met. I know. I don't either. Was it Grinder? I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm, 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 digging, I'm digging back, and I feel like I remember meeting you at a lunch somewhere, but I can't even remember who it was with. Wow. We've been friends that long. We, That's yeah, we you have know. been. It's That's been a while. Yeah. And you guys have worked together on, on, on numerous oh, yeah. projects. Well, yeah. I asked, when I kind of knew you, I asked you to direct Jersey Shoresicle, mm-hmm. which was yes. great. We had yes, uh, was uh, Jessie Buttafuoco oh, in God, a couple I weeks ago. And yeah. She was, she? Oh, my gosh. She's sassy and fabulous. She's the best. We had a great <laughs> really time. And she's by the way, we wanted to talk about her like theater uh, you know, company that she runs. And we did about um, 30 minutes on the uh, Jersey uh, musical. So yeah, sure. I oh, know you, all about it. You've already done it all the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. There was singing. Was a, there was a there whole was, thing. It was a whole thing. It's yeah. crazy to like all the people that were in that and like and just that whole I know. ride. And, and what it was. It was and like, I mean, was, that came out of just like, well, I'm Italian and. You know, I could sing, and I don't ever get to do both things at once. <laughs> and you, right. you directed that, right? I did. But you yes. guys knew each other before then. We did, but not as well. I mean, we, that's when we when we got closer because we just we were, you know. Oh, I know show. where we met. Where we did a web series together, Foodies. <clears throat> oh, that's right, with Jeffrey Self. Yeah, I was a fan. See, okay, now I remember. I did um, some sort of thing where it was like ask. It was like a oh, man. I feel really bad that I don't really remember, but it was like a web series interviews kind of situation where they ask actors what kind of jobs they've had in their life, like what kind of odd jobs, the actor's project or something like that. Okay. And you were the person who did it before me. So I got hip to, and I, I know Chloe Sevigny, which Drew is very famous for uh, portraying. On, right, um, of course. And I'm the world's only Chloe Sevigny impersonator. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> I, I saw Drew did it before me and, t- and talked, uh, did the interview. Um, and when I saw that, I died. And I'm like, I love this guy, you know? And then we both got cast in a web series together, and I was very excited. And I think I did one of those fanboy things where, like, I pulled you aside, and I'm like, yo, we need to be friends. Like, let's hang out. Oh. And then I think we had a couple of drinks after that. And then... Um, Us? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. You're like, uh, yeah. Champagne. Yeah. It was champagne. No, Maybe that's champagne. why you don't remember. Oh, sure. Drogé. Drogé. Um, yeah, that was fun. I remember that. That was, and that was also when I first met Jeffrey Self when he did that together. And my, me too. Yeah. yeah, we all met each other yeah. the same day. I know it's crazy. Meant to be. How oh, cool! Yeah. So you moved out here from the Kakalakis. I and, did. And you started. Uh, you did like you know uh, like improv and sketch, right? Yeah. UCB. The, the and Groundlings. Gra- Groundlings. Groundlings was first. I did the ground because that was before UCB was here. Right. Um, they back were... in the day when you know you yeah. if you yeah and I. Um, Saw a show at the Groundlings and just fell in love. And there was all those actors that I wanted to be like. I was like, I want those kind of careers. And I want that, you know, and I, and I, the training was incredible. And I 
went through the program there and uh, how many years? Um, I it's crazy because they're long waiting lists between yeah. levels, and so like I was in the school for like four and a half years. Okay, and then I was in the Sunday company for a year and a half. Oh my so gosh, how cool! You were in the total. Sunday company. Very yeah, cool. yeah, I did. I did eighteen months there, and then I uh, shortly thereafter I started teaching there, and I. Taught there for like ten years. I haven't taught in a, in about a year over there, but I I taught for ten years after that. So who, when you were a kid, who were who were you, the people you admired? Like what? Carol Burnett, yes, one hundred percent number oh one. God. They Amazing. and to this day, like she's my number one. Um, I also, I mean, I loved Madeline Kahn, Goldie Hawn, yes. uh, all the funny ladies. I just thought women were the fun. Oh, Jan Hooks. Um, you know, I, there you is know. no basement in the Alamo. Oh, I mean, we were just talking about this. I was doing another show. And we were just talking about how great she was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. She's the, was the best. I mean, come on. I love that movie. Um, <laughs> I do too. It's such a good it's movie. A it's a classic. Have you yeah. seen the new one? The, I have not. And is I'm, it a Netflix one? Is yes. That what it is? And I'm just going to go on record as saying I think it's just as good as the original. Are you, no. Really? It took me back. Okay. It's I have so to, I funny. Have to, we have to watch this. Now. It's well, so my funny. My friend Paul Rust wrote it, and I'm a horrible friend, and I haven't watched well, it yet. Well, please tell Paul Rust I adore on. him because and I. Jess Poli is in it, who's a, who's in the Sunday Company now, and she's apparently great. It's in very it. rare these days that I see a comedy that I'll go back and rewatch, and I've watched the new PB's Big Holiday like as good as the first, probably ten times already. Wow. So funny to me. The only thing that. The first has against it is that I've seen the, that I've seen the first a hundred billion times. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Whereas like this one, I've only get to see ten times, but I plan on continuing on my hundred billion journey because it's very. But I know funny. what you mean about with comedies. Like there are very few comedies now that I really am dying to see or especially watch again. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because it's what I do or I don't know. I have so many comedies from childhood that I love, and now I'm like the last. Thing to get me to go and see it would be a comedy. Like, this I just might be don't... one because okay, that's I, good. I, 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 that's well, it's great. Netflix. You don't have to. Yes. Like, it's one of those yeah, exactly. To the couch. I could literally just pull out my phone and watch it. Yeah. I truly think it's mm-hmm. one of those ones that you could just play and like do whatever you're doing in your house. You know, you know what I mean. After you've seen it a few times, because it's like every bit of it makes me laugh. Oh my god, I love it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going back a bit, you know, with uh, Groundlings and stuff. Did you mm-hmm. have any like you know? notable like any any big classmates or did you ever teach anyone like, oh yeah i went through i mean i i there are all kinds of people that i went through the program with i mean Kristen wig was in the oh, program wow. with me uh let's see who else was uh, um uh people like i was in the, uh mikey day who's on saturday yeah, night yeah, now yeah. michaela watkins Edie Patterson, who's on uh, Vice Principals, yep. and a lot of, uh, you know, Artemis Pep Danny. You know oh, my Artemis? gosh. I love Artemis. Yeah. Do um, I know Artemis? She's the greatest. Oh, my gosh. Um, she's and the then, best of the best. You know, there's so many other people there who, um, you know, it's so funny because it just takes, you know, it, especially with the, with character actors who do comedy. Like, it can, if they get on a Saturday Night Live, they, it, it can be a pretty quick, you know, trajectory for them. But if yeah. they don't. They hang out for a while and you, you know, and there's so many other names I could name, you know, that you, that like they're one job away from being like, right. you know, the next, you know, fill in the blank because there's so much talent there. There's so many people there that you're just like, I mean, it was just, it's just, there's a wealth. Who are some of your one job away people that you would want to shout out? Well, um, oh my God, Good I set question. myself out. I set myself out. Okay. Well. Someone like Heidi Gardner, who just got on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she's on she's, SNL. Everyone just loves got, Heidi. She is the greatest. And she's so, t- I mean, she's, she's, she's got an ability to tap into trash, like, the yeah. best. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I know that woman you're playing. Yeah. I know. And, and all, and trash with money. People trash, don't have like, a. You know, like, awful, <laughs> awful women. And yeah. like, and she's the nicest, kindest. 
Right. It couldn't, it, this job could not happen to a, a greater person. And I'm just like so happy for her. People that. don't have, have a bad word to say about Heidi. I have a lot of friends in Groundlings and every single one like posted like, oh my gosh, good for Heidi. This is yes, amazing. Yes. It couldn't have gone to a well, more I was deserving just, person. I was just at a table read with her a few months ago. And before the thing, she was like, I'm really nervous about what I, about doing the table read. And, and, and she was incredible. Of course, she was great. And then she was like, I'm taking an acting class right now. And cause I don't, you know, and she's so humble. Like it's, and it's like, she's taking, was yeah. taking an acting class and was like yeah. kind of nervous to do a table read. And I love that she got this job and she's already killing it. And she's, you know, and somebody that, you know, that in, you know, just a short amount of time, people will be, be saying that. And it was, it is so, you know, um, it's, you know, there, there's certain people that you're just like so happy for and proud yeah. of, you know, like you feel like you, you're part of it when you're not, but you're like around it. But that place does attract, you know, uh, an insane amount of, it's, it's a pressure cooker. It's a, it's really hard training. Um, and it's, and they make a lot of, uh, you know, bad decisions, like everything, every organization does like, you know, in terms of like who gets in, who gets to perform there. And they're, they're great people who get cut really early. And, but the training is unbelievable and and just in the people you get to meet and work yeah. with and you know and I mean for me the reason I even went there I mean I you know I, I knew that there were the big names that had come out of there but I when I was in college uh, right before I moved here we went and saw that movie Go with Katie Holmes yeah and, I love that movie yeah well there's one scene where Scott Wolf and um, oh my god who's the other oh it's it's um, um, uh, oh my god Jay Moore Jay Moore and Scott Wolf, they're, they're, they play a gay couple in the, in the movie, and they both find out that they're cheating on this on each other with the same guy. They go to his house. He's not there, but his sister's there. She answers the door. She has two lines, three lines at the most, and I saw that movie, and I was like, that's the funniest woman I've ever seen in my life. I want to be able to do what she did with three lines. And she, I, I mean, I spit my drink out. She was so funny. Yeah. And I went to the Groundlings in 1999, and I saw that she was in the Sunday Company, and I was like, oh, her name's Melissa McCarthy. Oh and I my was like, gosh. And I was like, I want to be able to do that. I want to wow. be able to be that good. You know, and I mean, it's like, those are the, you know, and, and so, um, yeah, you, you know, yeah, it, she's it's funny. really good training. She she's, is, pretty uh, funny. she's pretty funny. I mean, yeah, she's, she's, she's no longer working. And, uh, and yeah, she, unfortunately, she didn't make it. She did not make it. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. I love that I go back, making it. <laughs> I want to go back to your X-Men origin story. Like, uh-huh. So, like, when did you realize you were funny? Like, what was, like, oh, God. The, I know, what was, like, the first indicator or that you realized that was a currency for you? I think when I was in college, I was desperately trying to do drama. All I, 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 and I was, I wanted people to take me seriously so much and I was doing like really, and I was just, oh, and the, and the more I fought against getting laughs, the more I would get. And I was so mad at it. Like I didn't, I didn't recognize that. I mean, I grew up in a very funny family um, and I was the quiet one in my family and I was always funny at school and I could make my friends laugh, but I, I didn't give much respect to that. I was like, I want to be a real actor. I want to be, (laughs) you know. I don't know who I thought I would, you know, you want to ask her or whatever. Right. And I was like, I want to do that. And, and so I, you know, and in college they don't, when you're a, like a sketch improv person, maybe now, cause the world has changed and the internet has changed, you know, the landscape of things, but they don't really have a place for you. And if, you know, unless you're in a comedy troupe or whatever. And so I would be doing, excuse me, I would be doing like Tartuffe or whatever. <laughs> and that's funny. And I could do that. And I could, I didn't be able to handle that, but it wasn't like, really my my wheelhouse you know I mean mm. I could learn I could do that kind of stuff or I would do Shakespeare and whatever and I was not good at Shakespeare at all um, but then I would uh, 
I, I would always audition for the Ibsen play or the Tennessee Williams play, and I'd be so mad when I wouldn't get in. <sighs> I wonder if a lot you of know, com- com- do you feel that way? Like I, 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 I felt that way in college. I wanted to cry so desperately. Yes. I was like, I'm really good at being funny, but I can't cry on cue. Like, why can't I cry? Oh no, I was I, like obsessed with it. My teacher gave me the monologue from Sophie's Choice oh. and made me do that. She was like, now this is your assignment. That like I hated my father. That whole thing. Or, or, I don't even remember what it was. Or like you, pick, you, you can't know. cry. It was picking. Is that it what was you're like saying? Choosing. Pick huh? your baby. No, now I can. I've actually, you know, I actually got a really good lesson in that where my teacher was like, the next time you're seriously crying, learn where, you know, because you, you learn a lot of vocal training and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was like, remember where the parts of your throat are. Remember, you know, where your, how your body is shaped. Remember oh, all, wow. remember all of like how that is when you cry. And so I realized that when I, I mean, I'm revealing a lot of my secrets. No, but well, hey, <laughs> I realized a lot, like when I yawn, you tear, you know? Uh-huh. So I would try to put my the back of my throat into that position and mm-hmm. kind of remember, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm able to now cry sort of on cue with this, a little bit of prep. This is very interesting to me because I'm the opposite. I'm like trying hard to not cry, like <laughs> at all times. <laughs> like I, crying on command, the, mine's the opposite. I have to just not cry on command. That's Honestly, that's all I have to thing. do is watch that's like- That's so interesting because that's what I always, when I have to do that, I, I just, in sort of moments, is for me as an actor, I just try to fight the impulse because I think people do that when they're crying, especially in front of someone, you know, depending on what it is. I can, when I have to, for comedy stuff, Sometimes the more you sob and weep and cry, it's the funnier it is. But in a real serious moment, I just try to fight tears. Right. And then I also think, like, if you don't cry, it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not the goal. I think sometimes you're like, you know. I want to be cr- yeah, they focus on No, it. I've gotten that to some dramatic thing, you know. points where I, I I should be crying or the direction was cry, and then I've tried to, and I'm like, well, if my if I'm not getting here, my character's not getting here, right. you know, like right. So I but also in in that. life, people aren't gonna be like, you know, it's it's just the thing about you fight it, you play the opposite, I think, and it's sort of like when you're just fighting tears can make you cry more because you're not you're also not focusing on performing you're you're in the moment you know what i mean you're there not was a thinking. moment when you directed me that you gave me a note that changed me like oh my gosh. no this is real this what is real you're like it ruined me and yeah and uh, that's why you're here for four years no but you yeah. said go to therapy for expose him expose him <laughs> literally one of my favorite notes ever that whenever i'm even directing something that's comedic i'm always i always go back to um and steal from you mm. but you said um act as if you're mad at the audience for laughing at you. Like this is oh, your life, and you're, yeah. and you're serious. And it was a note in regards to the Jersey Shore circle, mm-hmm. but it was like, oh, do not play serious. funny. It was like, this is yeah. your life. Like, like, like you know, gym tan laundry or whatever you're yeah. working on is it. And that really, I mean, I, I take that note with me every oh, time good. I'm doing oh something God. comedic. That, that makes my day. Thank you. Yeah. And, and I, I, I stole that notes. from someone else. <laughs> I, I totally stole that from, from somebody else. But, but that's I what it thought, is. It's yeah. With you know, you're not aware that it's funny. And in parody, and I've done. A lot of parody shows, and I think a lot of times the problem is when you try to play at the kind you're winking at the with the audience, like look how ridiculous this is, versus this is everything. This is all we have in our lives, you know. And and the more serious you are, the funnier it is because the right. audience can't believe that you care that much, and the stakes are so high about gem tan laundry, you know, like or, or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, good. I'm so glad. No, wow. I love that note. I yeah. like. I cherish that as one of my like acting gems, and it was a great moment. 
That's super cool. I'm glad we just got into like tears and like acting good yeah. performance. <laughs> the We're summary of this actors. episode is like we talk about crying with yeah. Drew Droge. <laughs> and for it. me, not crying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, crying and champagne with Drew yeah. Droge. Yeah, Droge. <laughs> okay, so after you did Groundlings, you know what was what was kind of next for you? Was there a certain video that kind of went viral? Was it still while you're in Groundlings? Uh, yeah. So while while I was in the Groundlings, I developed this impression of Chloe Sevigny that I was doing at this gay with this gay sketch comedy group called the deviants that we, and, and a lot of them were doing impressions. They were doing, uh, you know, drag, they were doing this kind of stuff. And I didn't really have any of that, but then I put on a blonde wig and for another thing that I was cast in. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look like Chloe 70. And then I read an interview with her and I was like, she's got these references to all these things. And so I, I put it up for the first time at the deviants and it bombed horrifically no way oh it bought it was the worst five minutes of my life it did not go well and then um you know but then i the next time i tried it it did and so every time i did it live i never knew if it was going to and there was almost no medium it would either bomb or kill it would never be like well that was okay it would either be the audience was on board from the beginning or they were just not. What made you try it again if it yeah, bombed the first time? Yeah, I was just thinking time. that. I cannot tell you. You just kind of believed I, in it? You were like, there's something there? I am the there. first to bail on my own material so much. I will If it doesn't work, I'm the first one to go, bye, I'm out. Like, And there was something about it that I was like, I think I'm going to try this again. And I really wanted to go through it again because um, I just there was something in me that I was like, I think I just think you this had a is feeling. good, but I don't know. And then I was like, okay, I'll try to give it one more shot and then it did go well and then i you know um but what a decision because that ended up being yeah. your and, and probably that's your the most thing. Known i just viral i video. cannot tell you i wish i i knew like there was this thing that i knew because i i am i will you know like i said i have no faith in what i write and put up i'm like i don't know how we're here it is and i've just learned to not beat myself up too much but i'm i'm not the person to walk in and go this is funny you're welcome um but <laughs> i when i was doing the um i went through the groundlings and did the sunday company for a year and a half and then didn't get into the main company. And it was um, uh, devastating at first because I was those were all my friends at the time. And I didn't really know what else I was going to do or, or creatively where I was going to go. Um, but it ended up being such a blessing because I had to make my own stuff. I had to leave that theater and sort of put up things and find other venues. And so I just performed everywhere that I could. And I did... Stuff. I then I got involved at UCB, uh, you know, Upright Citizens Brigade, and I got and, and I, you know, that is was an incredible time, and I got to perform with them. Um, and so every now and then I would do Chloe in shows, and I would kind of pop in and do that thing. And then my friend Jim Hansen um, came to me, and I did not know him. Wait, very your well. friend who? Jim Hansen, not Henson. Okay, um, I was like, yes. wait a minute. Yeah, my friend. Yes, exactly. I was like, what a little name yes. drop. Yeah, and also, are you seventy, Drew? Yeah. Um, so uh, I did a duet yeah. with Miss Piggy yeah. as Chloe. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't even worry about it. Shecky Green and I were uh, you know, the belt. And so, anyway, so and I said, Ali McGraw, stop stealing my act. Stop it, you tan nightmare. Uh, so, anyway, I. Uh, Jim was like, these need to be videos. The Chloe thing needs to be videos, and I want to make these videos with you. For about six months, he sat on me and was trying to get me to make these videos, and um, I didn't like want to... Like, literally sat? It literally sat wow. on me. No, well, what he did, literally, was say... He was like, let's hang out next weekend. And I was like, great. And then he was like, okay, cool. Um, I've set up a camera. A camera crew's coming over, and we're wow. filming your Chloe, because I'm doing this. And so, because I was like, I'm not a drag queen. I, and I also, I was like, Chloe's so up or down and it's, it's hit or miss. Like there are a lot of people that don't like it. I'm kind of done with it. I don't think I'm going to do this. 
he saw it. He had a vision for what it should be. And then when he made the videos, he took them to the next level. And then um, and the and writing on them is so brilliant. Like, well, thank I, you. But he also contributes a lot to the writing too. And, I was living know. at the time when I first saw them with my friend Natalie Torn, who's a, who is like a stylist, and she worked at uh, Condé Nast and stuff. And she's watching it, and she's like, "Whoever is this is knows what they're talking about," because you yeah. were pulling out like Prince Schuler and like certain things that were like so detailed. You know, it, talk about like playing the height of your intelligence. It was like going beyond. Well, like, and I had to do a lot of research too because it's not a, a world that I know that much about, and it is really that's. Very very sweet of her to say that because I don't feel like I know that much, but it has definitely thrown me into this world of fashion. And last year I got to be a model for Marc Jacobs because of oh my gosh. You know? that was and it was that? crazy. And it was like this, and I got to be a model for a day and it was something that I was like, I am, I think I was like 38 at the time. I'm like a 38 out of shape, you know, pasty comedian. <laughs> and I, here I am like doing like modeling wow. for Marc fucking Jacobs. You know, it was like, that is, you know, that was, such a weird, awesome yeah. moment. And, and these these videos were crazy viral. There were, I mean, they were they were featured in Still the Advocate, Huffing, Huffington yeah. Post, uh, Still are. New York Still Post. Fired. Yeah, it's it's. That's, I mean, that's I haven't done one in so long, and it's always so touching to me that people still like them and they mention them and want to talk. I would about say them. love them. They're you're pretty yeah known oh, for these, which is you. pretty cool to have just one impression. You're like, this is great, and have it go like to be such a an and insane it's, success. It's, it's so, and I think also just like. Uh, you know, there was just the the hipster thing started to. I, I, it was yeah. timing for me too because when I first started doing it, I don't think we knew that type of person so much because it's not really about Chloe Seventy, the actress. It's as much as it is that type of person exactly who has yeah. to be persona. chasing the persona, you know, who's right? Name dropping the weirdest things you've never heard of. Who's constantly, you know, uh, you it's know, very yeah, uh, it's very clever. It's and very people clever. love to be. Oh, thank you. But you know, I, I, it's been really fun to do, and it's changed my life in in so many great ways. So and that led you, you. You've had a couple podcasts and stuff since then, right? You had a, a podcast. Yes, uh, I did. Glitter in the garbage. Uh, I did yeah, glitter, glitter in the garbage, in the garbage which with Danny. I uh, guessed it on um, uh, um, with Karen back. Oh God, that was in like 2011, maybe. You have a, do you have a new one? Now? I have a new one now. It's called Minor Revelations, and it's I've been going for a little over a year, and it's on Feral Audio. Okay. And I bring two so guests on. Check you that guys out. should come do it. I'd love to have you on my show. Oh yeah, oh, that'd be really fun. fun. Um, dueling podcast. Dueling podcast. <laughs> I have. Um, I, I have. On, I bring two guests on, and they just they talk about something they've never talked about uh, in a public forum before. Ooh. And it can be super minor, and that's minor revelations. It's not. I mean, some people have come on and said, "I hate my family," uh, or, or you know, or I, you know, uh, you know, Sam Pancake was like, "I set fire to my backyard and blamed oh it on gosh. a ghost." And my family in West Virginia believed me oh uh, until a few years ago. And I said, you know, that wasn't a ghost. It was actually me when I was uh, a little pyromaniac. You know, whatever. It could be anything like that. that yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, it's fun. I had a professor once uh, tell us in, in London, actually, a playwriting class I took. She just randomly told us one day, like, we were doing something like that where you kind of, like, confessed. It was like a writing exercise. And she admitted to the class that she put her baby brother in the microwave as a baby. What? And she stood there for, Whoa. like, several seconds debating whether to hit the minute That's button. That's so bad. And we were all like, what? Oh and she didn't God. do it. She didn't do it. She like popped him out of the microwave and... Uh, Honestly, I was so disturbed. That's so horrible. And she yeah, said that years Although. that years later, she said that like she, she oh. thinks it like stuck with him, like even though he was an infant, because she said yes. years later she had like five goldfish that she was obsessed with, and they always hated her, each other. These this is the, my playwriting professor, and uh, her brother on her way to uh, school took all of her goldfish and stapled them to trees on her walk wow. to school, and she was like, "Why'd you do that?" And he's like, "I just have always felt this." 
this hatred between us. <laughs> oh like, my God. Yeah. Wow. I was like, that is crazy. <laughs> this is I like actually, Lars von you should get her on the show. Like, yeah, like, exactly. She's in London. But yeah, I wow. put my brother in the dryer for like a little bit. It was kind of scary. Oh my God. He was 12, wow. though. He wasn't like an infant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was just like, stop. And I like, let him out. Um, oh my God. Real quick, I'm just going to pop in. Uh, Donna M. Langlius wants to know what, if anything, would you wear for Halloween? Oh, that's such a great question, and I'm I'm I have turned into Scrooge McDuck on Halloween. Uh, is that Scrooge? Not Scrooge Mc. Yeah, he's the one that counts money. Scrooge. I'm just Scrooge. Where's the, yeah. where, who's the duck? The duck is the one he counts. <laughs> no, that's Ducktales. Yeah, yeah. Ducktales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ebenezer no, Scrooge. I loved Halloween so much as a kid that I made it my job. I mean, as and I, when I was a kid, I when I was three years old, I made my mom uh, let me be Gene Simmons from Kiss. Wow. And I was and I was Ming from um, Flash Gordon, and I was I was always some <laughs> devil. I was always Freddy Krueger or some awful character. I loved monsters and and now that it's my job and what I do all the time, I don't wear costumes on Halloween. I can't think of them. I don't know what to wear. I, it's not how my brain works. So and I know that it's the most a costume for Drew. Thing. Then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I will be on on Santa Monica Boulevard interviewing people on Ooh. Halloween. So if you want to find me and come, and I'll, I'll be talking to people about their costumes. Uh, speaking of upcoming things you're doing, you're in a play right now. Yes, I'm doing my solo show, which is called Bright solo Colors show. and Bold Patterns, which is brilliant. Bright Thank colors you. and bold patterns. I yes. love it. You could yes. use that as a pull quote. And pull, you, pull you, quote. You just <laughs> what did... is it? Drew Drogi is brilliant in bright colors and bold. And I'll be on the marquee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You just Sold out. From you, ju- on the bar. you just sold out in Los Angeles, and you're yes. doing uh, New York. In New York, open on uh, November 12th. First preview is November 12th, and then the official opening night's November 20th at the it's- Soho Playhouse. Yes, do not miss it. It's a lot of fun. It's it's the it's uh, fun for me. Hopefully for you coming to watch it. But truly, it's- I can't remember a time I really laughed that hard in the theater in a long time. Oh, honestly, wow, I got I got to see I it. I was dying. I, yeah, it's that's a, we'll go. Oh my gosh, for sure. He'll Everyone, go us. go check it out. Unfortunately, we have to we have to wrap this up. But um, mm-hmm. I I definitely uh, first of all, what's your social media? Where can people follow uh, you? At and- Drew Drogi, uh, you know the, the the Twitter, Instagram. All that good and stuff. And check out his his YouTube Drew videos. Yeah, you know. everything. And his one his one man show. Just in basically New York. get a Drew Druggy Google alert and you won't be sorry. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a lot in there. There's just, it, you know that you may not want. Who knows? That's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Drew, thank you so much. Thank you, yeah, Drew Drogey. This thank has been you. amazing. <laughs> Have some champagne with Drew Drogey. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a Reverie Studios production. Download the Reverie app for the best in curated entertainment. Available on iOS, Android, Chromecast, Apple TV, and Roku.